0: Two of my greatest fears, i being asked to dance in the front, I do it anyway, but I know that I've got no rhythm, I couldn't march in the army, I was, I was always out of step in the army so I did a lot of running, I still bear the scars of that. And then when I was on the uh, driving, on the, not the driving range, uh, it's the rifle range, I did something wrong there, and I spent the next hour doing, having my own personal PT session, diving and jumping into, into uh, burned fields. I, when I finished, I, I bumped into a friend of mine the other day, and he remembered that, that picture, and he said I was black from head to toe. And uh, yeah, it was just, uh, uh, not having any rhythm is a real problem. Come for lessons, okay, for the rhythm thing. And the other thing is, uh, I mean, he does it most weeks. He wants us to dance. And then he wants us to hug each other. And uh, you know, I'm not Henry in that respect. Henry loved hugging. And I come from a British background, and you have firm handshakes and you keep body space. Quite right. quite right, yes, 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 Jonathan, quite right, quite right. But... Uh, it's just wonderful to be in the house of the Lord, just to be singing and and praying and and dancing <laughs> and making a joyful noise to the Lord. Be overwhelmed by that this morning, and uh, just don't let the word uh, from Jonathan about uh, leaning not on your own understanding, trusting God, and acknowledging Him in all your ways and my ways, and He will. He will be there. He's the shepherd. He's a, he's a good shepherd. And Mila and I are going to do a little bit of a sharing today, and uh, I'm going to ask her to open the batting. And, and uh, last week we had uh, John Elcock preaching. Who was not here last week? You missed something amazing. You missed something amazing. We had John Elcock opening uh, Psalm uh, 23, and particularly those verses uh, 4 and 5 that he was going to lead us uh, to a table, a table, and we were going to have a feasting table in the presence of our enemies. So let's just know that today. Know that in the, in the battle of life, there is a table set before us, and we did come to the breaking of bread last week, and we, and we fed on Jesus, and we took away words of, of victory and, and hope and joy and peace. And hopefully you've, you've lived on those words during this week. Milan.
1: I'll be with you in a moment. Psalm 23, 4 and 5. From the Passion Version. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me. You already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your you. authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. Beautiful. If you don't have a Passion Bible, you totally have to get one. So, um, I want to share with you a picture that has to do with the table. So last week we had two tables here and they were covered in various different dishes and in the dishes were words and we could choose any facet of his character that we wanted. So the words were righteousness, hope, truth, justice, wisdom, integrity, Discernment, love, peace, and, and, and. Compassion, comfort. And it was a beautiful thing to watch the people come. And, and interspersed amongst the dishes was the bread and the wine. And people came and, and they looked with almost like an Expectancy as you do when you walk up to a buffet table with beautiful food on it. Like you could even bend down and smell. When I'm at a buffet table, I have to smell the food before I help myself to it. What does righteousness smell like? And you guys all came up and, and you helped yourself to whatever words you needed. And I want to put a different take on that this morning. Because we can come from two different stances. One stance is self and the other stance is, is glory, is God. So I could approach a table and I could see everything that's on it and I could think to myself, my circumstances are dictating that I need this. I need, I need me some comfort. And I need me some peace right now because I'm so anxious. And I'm feeling a little bit down, so I'll take me some joy. Me, me, me. And I'm choosing things from the table out of a place of need and out of a place of being potted by my circumstances. Or... I can come to the table and forget about my circumstances for a time because, oh my word, he is so beautiful. (gasps) Look at all of this stuff that's on the table. What would you have me choose so that I can best reflect your glory? So if I'm in a place of turmoil, for me to choose peace would be an amazing thing because there's something to be said about a person who is clearly filled with peace in the middle of the storm. And then someone in the world comes and says, why are you not throwing your toys? Your child has just died. You should be furious with God. By the way, that's what some Christians say to other Christians. You should be angry. What is it about you that you're so filled with peace it doesn't match your circumstances? That is one who, A, doesn't make sense to the world, and B, reflects the glory of God. He's made the whole world. He created the whole world with words, but he only created humanity to reflect his glory. We are vessels in which that glory resides and lives. So, while the mountains are splendidly beautiful, they, reflect him. they do reflect him, but humanity are the ones who reflect his glory. He made humanity in his likeness. Yes. So, how can I approach the table and walk away mm. reflecting him more? For him. For him. Not so that I can have a better day. So here's a picture. I'm, I'm in the battle. I've lost a shoe. My helmet is crooked. I don't even know where my shield is anymore. And I'm, I'm so tired. I'm more tired than I can care to say. There's dust everywhere. I can smell sweat. And they're coming. And oh <laughs> my word, they are giants. <gasps> they're so big. And I'm a band of about three or four of us left. And and my heart is beating. I'm racing inside of me. I'm so anxious. And now here comes a dude dressed in a tuxedo with a bow tie and a cloth over his arm. And he says to me, Madam, would you like the soup or the melon? Mm -hmm. And he completely and utterly does not match the, the environment. And I look at him and I say, what are you, nuts? Can you not see? Look around you. What am I thinking, soup and melon? I'm thinking, where's my flipping shield and where's my sword and where's my, put my helmet on straight. And he says, yes, ma'am, but would you like the melon or the soup? <laughs> Can you not see the giants? They are huge. And he looks at them. Oh. So then will it be the melon or the soup? And he lays a table for us in the middle of that. In the middle of the dust. In the middle of the advancing enemy, which could be your health. It just could be a whole bunch of stuff. I won't go into that because you all know your circumstances. And while we're thinking survival, he's thinking picnic. Actually, so then I say to him, Okay, okay, I'll, I'll have the melon, but I'm just gonna go and get the giant, and here's the melon. And he says, No, I don't want you to kill the giant first, I want you to sit down at this table and feast on me. And now I've seen the table, <laughs> oh, and they're coming, and it's dusty, but if I fly away the dust oh my word look what's on the table and I can choose it by the way we choose it we get to choose it and check I'm salivating because he he is so delicious and I sit down and the dude in the tuxedo is Holy Spirit and he serves and he provides everything we need and then when I'm done, I look up and the enemy is nowhere to be found. Because he fights our battles for us. We just have to choose him. And our lives really do look like what we believe. And with every day that I live, I believe that more and more and more. Because if I don't believe that he will take care of my enemy, I won't feast at the table. But if I believe he will, then I will feast of him. And that looks in real life like being amazed at who Jesus is. Well, life is so difficult at the moment. But if I pick up your word, there are many promises here. And I know that you're true to your word. So take me deeper. And you do come away in another place. And your circumstances do look the same. But his name is victory.
0: His name is victory. Isn't that amazing? Just as Milan was sharing, the Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 just came into my heart. And it's, I think it's for us who are in the battle Maybe it's not Ephesians chapter 6. It's maybe uh, Galatians one, chap- 1, verse 6. In fact, I don't know what verse it is, but it says, <laughs> he who, I'll ask Alexei to tell me, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Philippians 1, Philippians 1, 6. I knew it was one of those little ones. Philippians 1, 6. Thank you, Mr. Leach. You have to keep going till you're 110 answer those questions so he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion just rest in that rest in that today that it's actually not dependent on you it's dependent on his sovereign grace in your life on you uh resting in him on you just working out what he's already worked in it's it's not a striving and a it's just relaxing in him and resting in, in him so just know that i don't know who that's for today You might be thinking, I'm I'm, I'm not going to make it to the end. I'm not going to succeed. But the Lord says to you today, you're going to make it to the end. So, Psalm 23, uh, Romans 8. I'm going to go to Romans 8 today. We serve a God who is an extravagant God a god who's not limited by anything whatever he decides is going to happen if he decides this is going to happen he can he will he will make it happen he's an extravagant god look at look at the world in which we 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 are we are born into in the galaxies and we see you look go out tonight if it's uh not cloudy god and just have a look at the at the stars in the sky and there's just hundreds and thousands and, and, and you think, well, that's, that's a lot. But they tell me that there are billions and billions of galaxies. Why didn't God just make one galaxy? I mean, why not? It's because He's an extravagant God. You look outside at the, at the trees and the leaves and, and just the foliage in your own garden and you see just myriads of different colors and sizes and shapes and shapes. Some do well in the, in the desert and some do well and we have all these beautiful gardens and, and we just serve this extravagant God. And if you go under the sea and Mike Schleier, that he spent his whole life under the sea looking at corals, looking at uh, beautiful fish in, in the most exotic places in the world, where, where the Great Barrier Reef and all over the place. Just imagine the privilege of doing that. That's your job, to go and have a look at these beautiful things. God oh, is extravagant and beautiful and you just see the creation which he, he has created and it's extravagant. But most of all, He's extravagant in His love for you and I. He, in, in, in Ephesians, it talks about Him being rich in mercy. And while we were yet sinners, while we were enemies of God, what did He do? He lavished His love upon us. He, he, he just gives us... Uh, in, 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 in excess I know there's a song and it's called the reckless love of God and it's, it, it almost does seem that it's reckless he, he gives love and he gives it to people and some of them are going to reject that love some of them are not going to accept that love and so we've been at the table we've been last week and, and, and we just see the provision of God for your life and my life is just incredible What did he give? Ultimately, God gave his son. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Isn't that God has given you his son? Just think about that. Let's just, let that just wash our souls. Romans 8. And I wasn't going to read the whole thing, but just in terms of the words and the fearing not and trusting in God, I'm going to read from verse 31 to verse 39. And it's a well-known portion of Scripture. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? For your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors, what? Through him. Not because I'm strong, but because he is strong. For I'm sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height or depth or or anything else in creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing can separate you from the love of the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that exciting? Even our even when we wake up in our grumpiest day, even when we we even when we try and run away from God, He still loves us, and He still pursues us, and His, His goodness and mercy pursues us and follows us all the days of our life. so he gives us Jesus. That's the greatest gift we ever get given. And I love what it says here. It says, He who did not spare up his own son, but gave him up for us, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Anything you're needing here today. It's taken care of. It's taken care of. Jesus is taking care of it. God gave us his son. And he promises that he's going to give us everything else we need to, to live this life of godliness, of holiness. You and I are to be blameless. In Ephesians 1 verse 3 it says, Blessed be the Lord God, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love He predestined us for the adoption as sons through Christ Jesus, according to the purpose of His will. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing that you need, He has blessed us with. He's called us, when I look at the Scriptures and I see what He's called us to, 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 how to live, He says somewhere in Peter, He says, Be holy as I am holy. Well, that's a pretty tough uh, command. It's a command. Be holy as I am holy. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. And he says, love your enemy. Well, loving your enemy, that's, that's impossible, isn't it? Oh, that's, but it's, it's in the scriptures. There's a lot of scriptures that that really make me feel uncomfortable, that really make me feel a bit tense. Because when I look at them and I see that so often I don't live up to that. But He has given us every spiritual blessing, every spiritual blessing, everything that I need to live live this life. You and I can live a life which brings glory, which brings honor to God in everything that we do as we walk with Him, as we let Him be our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. He is leading and guiding us. In John 10, verse 10, or verse, uh, we go to the beginning of John 10 somewhere. Truly, uh, verse 1, Truly, 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 I say to you, Jesus is the shepherd. When we talk about the Lord is my shepherd, well, Jesus is our shepherd. He is the good shepherd. One of the nice things, one of the great things about this shepherding thing is the sheep know his voice. Do you know the voice of God? And do you hear the Lord? Do you hear the Lord speaking to you when you open these scriptures? When I open these scriptures, these scriptures are exciting. Why? Because it's not just some words written in a book. This is the living God speaking through me. And as I, as I dwell in these scriptures, the scriptures speak to me and they change me. And they, and they make me more like Him. And I hear His voice. We were at a conference, we were at a, a, a leadership training thing this, during this week in uh, Vineyard Durban. And, and Costa was sharing a, a, a story about a girl who Shaunay from Port Elizabeth, and she's a, she's a worship leader, and she's I don't know she's probably in her early late twenties, and uh, she was just concerned about the fact that she wasn't hearing the voice of God. She wasn't hearing, uh, she wasn't hearing what the Lord was was saying to her, and she and she. Heard people getting up and, and sharing these things and saying, I heard the Lord speaking to me today, and I heard Him speaking to me in the scripture, and I, I saw the Lord I, I saw the Lord in, in the sunrise, and, and, and her thoughts were uh, she, she didn't think she, she, she didn't hear God. And so she was chatting with, with somebody and they were saying to her, uh, just know that you have the thoughts, that you have the mind of Christ. That you have the mind of Christ. And so she went, uh, I think the next day or whenever it was, I'm not going to get the story entirely correct, but it's, you'll get the gist of it. And she woke up in the morning and she was, she got her husband ready and 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 packed and. Oh, aren't wives wonderful? And sent him off to work. And she was about to go to work, and she had this thought in her mind. And the thought was, I need to take the dog for a walk. Isn't that a bizarre thought? She's got about to go to walk to work. And so she thought, well, let me just see, is this the Lord? And so she. She went with it. So she went to put on her walking shoes. And the Lord said, No, not those walking shoes. Yeah. 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 So and then she had, and then so she put her slops on because she had a thought that that this was this was quite kinda urgent. kind of, urgent and kind of uh, so she put slops on and she took the dog and started walking walk to the gate. And then she, had, she would usually always turn right and she just had a thought, turn left. And she turned left and she walked about 300 meters and she heard a, a, a noise, she heard a sound and she thought it was, a, it was a kitten caught in a drain. And she went across to the, to the drain and there was a baby. A baby had been discarded and was in the drain. And she couldn't pick up the drain because it was too heavy for her and she got somebody to help. But, but my sheep hear my voice. The Lord speaks to us. If we, if we actually believe the Scriptures, if we believe the Scriptures says we have the mind of Christ, and we're dwelling in the Scriptures, and, we, and we're walking with Him, and we're talking with Him, then we are going to hear Him. We are going to hear Him. And uh, what an amazing story. What an amazing picture. So I'm, looked, I'm, a, I'm enjoying a, a, a place in my life now in the last, this year, in which I'm just trying to hear the Lord and, and listen to what the Lord is saying. And, and uh, I know there's been a, two or three things which the Lord has woken me up in the middle of the night. I don't know whether I've shared this with you. But He's woken me up in the middle of the night. And I've prayed for that situation. Often. One about a local minister. And, and it's just wonderful to see the, what happened there in the story of God's grace and favor just breaking through and just walking with them in that journey. Just, uh, just listening to God, listening to him. Listening to him as I'm reading the word, as I'm uh, reading the word. And just, if somebody's mind, name comes to your mind and you're reading the word, well, just bless them with that word and say, Lord, I, I bless Rob with that word that, that uh, he doesn't have to lean on his own understanding. I just bless him with that, and I pray, Lord, that He would He would acknowledge. He would acknowledge you, and you will lead His paths. So let's let's take this, this this reading of the scripture as much more of a dynamic thing. That God will speak to us, will change us. There'll be words for others. This is an adventure. This is a great God that we serve. He is not an He is not a limited. Just have a look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. Now to, his, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or, or imagine, according to his power that is work within us, to him be the glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. That's the last verses of, of, of chapter 3 and the f- previous verses. Verses in the previous, up till chapter 3, is all about who we are in Jesus. It's about our identity. It's that we are chosen, that we are adopted, that we are, uh, we are holy. It's, it's, it's all about our life in Jesus. What do we get when we come to the table? What do we get? We get Jesus. And when we get Jesus, we get everything else. We get love. We get joy. We get peace. We get patience. The Holy Spirit's in us. What are the fruits of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit to all those things. We get, we get that from when we walk intimately with Him and we walk with Jesus and our lives are hidden in Jesus. So if I'm looking for uh, peace in a storm, where do I go? I go to Jesus. I hide in Him. I rest in Him. I see His example that He had when He was uh, in, a, in a storm. He was at peace. He was at rest. I say, I thank you, Lord, that my life is hidden in you. I thank you, Lord, that, that in the storm, I can rest in you. I can snuggle up to you. At the conference, at the conference on uh, Tuesday night or Wednesday, Wednesday night, I think it was, at the end of the, we were praying for people, and there was, there was, this, there was this man sitting in the back, It was nine o'clock, so it was right at the end. People were tired. And he had his his son, who must have been four or five. And his son was sound asleep. His arms were wrapped around him. It was just a picture. The Lord said, "That's, that's you and me. Know that. Know today. That your father has you in his arms. And you can sleep. You can rest. And yes, there's a war going on out there. You can sleep in him. And he'll fight the battle. Sometimes I think the reason he gave us sleep is because we always have plan A, B, and C, and D. And, and, and we don't, we, when we sleep, he's at work. He's fighting the battle for you. As you come across that passage which we can do, we can ask or, we can hear, sorry, let me go and read it again. Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Who has an imagination here? God can do more than you imagine. What? because it's according to His power that is at work in us. So I want us to be a people whose mind is washed in this Word. That we would truly be a people of the Word and the Spirit. That as we, as we come to the Scriptures, we can let God reimagine us. We can let our, ourselves, uh, let our imaginations go in God. And, we can, and we, can, we can own these scriptures. And we can say, well, it says there that I carry the glory of God. Somewhere it says that we are the, the fragrance. We are the fragrance in Roma, what? Of Christ. Milan was talking about smelling. She loves to smell. She married somebody who's got the poorest sense of smell in the whole world. I mean, it's so sad. She, she, wants, she buys these like fancy perfumes, like it cost 16 gazillion. And I can't smell them. I'm missing you out. But you and I are the fragrance and aroma of Jesus. Isn't that great? So wherever we go, what's going to happen? The people are going to smell Jesus. Isn't that, isn't that beautiful? I think with uh, perfume, you don't really smell yourself. Uh, 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 people who smell can you, t- can you help me with that? You don't really <laughs> you don't really smell your, 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 own, your own stuff.
1: <laughs>
0: and so that's quite a good thing. So we, we, we and I go, when I walk through here. And I walk through here. You are, you are, you are blessed. You are getting the fragrance. You're getting, a, you're getting, you're getting a, the fragrance, and you, you are getting, you getting an, an aroma. Oh, is it beautiful? Uh, what? what it, uh, you're getting a beautiful aroma. Oh. Now, that's what the scripture says about us. So, so when you go to the shops to, today and tomorrow, I want you to to this is a this is a new exciting adventure. <laughs> are you going to, to ask the people are you, can you smell me <laughs> what are you smelling <laughs> I might be arrested yeah, yeah. but, but that said, we, we give off the, the aroma of Jesus and so often I think I limit God and I carry his glory that's what it says the same glory that the father gave uh, the son the son has given to us we carry glory I limit God, and I think, "Oh no, it's poor me. I'm just, uh, I'm the, I'm just no, no good. Nobody, nothing ever good comes from the house of black man. And uh, and uh, uh, yeah, sorry for those visitors. My name is Blackman. My surname is Blackman. <laughs> but no, I am a child of God. I am His son. I've been adopted. So, we ought to thank God for His provision in our lives. This is some of the things. You are in Christ. You are loved. You are chosen. You are forgiven. You are changed. You are new. You are raised. You are seated. You are covered. You are filled. You are empowered. You are free. You are cleansed. You are abled. You are called. You are established. Don't sell yourself short in any of those things. In the battle, where's the battle that's raging? The, the battle is raging, and the, and 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 it really rages in our minds. The the devil will come and 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 condemn and accuse and say, "You did that last week, and you're going to do it again next week, and and you're never going to amount to anything." Don't, you know, that's just a lie of the devil. That's the, the the devil in the battle. So we need to uh, just believe, believe what the scripture says about you. These things that we have, peace, joy. Sabbath, rest. These are all things that we have in Jesus. The more I see, the more you see, and the more you know know of Jesus, the greater you will experience all these things. You will experience the peace, joy, love, wisdom, kindness, all those things. The more I see Jesus, the more I am transformed. The more I gaze on His face, the more I Hide myself in the Word. The more I become like the Word, the more I become like Him. And so, in closing, let's just know today that we serve a God who has given us everything in huge amounts. In fact, He's given us Himself. And that's all we need if there was nothing else, then that would be sufficient. Somebody has said, I didn't know Jesus was all I I needed until He was all I had. And maybe that is in the situation, maybe you've been going through some dark times. Know that Jesus is all you need can ask the worship team to come. We're going to close with a song. Lord Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for your word. We ask, Lord, that we would would live in the fullness that you have bestowed on us. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We thank you that the Holy Spirit has been deposited in our lives. And so we ask for just a greater awareness and an understanding of who we are in you, of whose we are. So I pray for a greater intimacy.